thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unleash Faith. Welcome back if you are my faithful listener, and if you are new, I'm so glad you could join me this week. This podcast is intended for any woman who is willing to set aside and allow God to take full control over your life. Although I do have some guy listeners that do join me each week, and that is totally such a blessing to me as well. So continue to join me each week as I share moments of my life and how God is working on me. Allow me to become your mentor, your friend, and your sister in Christ as we live a radical life for Jesus together, learning tools and tips on how we can continue to mature in our faith daily. So if you're ready, grab a pen and your notepad and let's dig in. So excited, so excited. Tonight is super special for a number of reasons. Obviously, um, you see I have a special guest tonight. Um, This was not something that was really planned uh, for this particular night, but God just worked it out. And um, if you know me, I love stretching people out of their comfort zone. So here we are, right? All right, so a lot of you have uh, entered into my birthday giveaway. I'm excited about this giveaway. Um, it is going to be the release of my first 14 ebook, uh, 14 day ebook. It's a devotional. It's a just really scriptures of about our faith, and then it's a journal prompt on how you can unleash your faith and how you can apply it to your life. So super super excited about that. Um, super excited to do this podcast. Because it's my birthday today, so it's uh, chapter 33, and I'm so excited. And I know I was going to share my chapter 32, but I'm going to actually do that on a different podcast. Because tonight, I'm hanging out with one of my spiritual sons, Brandon. Hello. All right, so I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to just, everyone looks to be on that. Everyone's saying, hey, Brandon. Jen says, hello, other son, and Obed. So that's how I get second place to Jen, just like that. <clears throat> but your mama's watching. Awesome. Super excited. Um, I don't see Judy on here, and she says that she's going to win. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I guess when you declare something, then you just let it happen. So all of the names that have been, uh, have shared the giveaway that have, tagged five people and your name is in here and I'm not going to be the one to draw. I'm going to leave it up to my special guest. Jen still loves me. Thank God. Thank gosh. Let's see here. She says has to be present to win. This one is not a be present to win just because it is uh, birthday giveaways of presents to win. Present to win. Pete, you want to say hello? Do you want to draw? Special guest again. All right, here's another special guest. She ended our 2021 podcast. And what did you what did what uh what did you tell the listeners that you wanted them to do this year? Do you remember? I wanted I wanted you to do five. I wanted you to do five verses. Five verses. So if you're out there and you have learned some of your verses, I want you to put them in the comments below. We want to know, right? So instead of Brandon, I think we should let P draw the lucky person. Is that okay? All right, we'll let Brandon say the name, but we'll let P. All right, you ready? <clears throat> no peeking. Here she goes. Who's it gonna be? Shuffle them around while you're in there. All right, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Oh oh oh! Cheryl. Miss Cheryl! Awesome! Congratulations! I will be getting in contact with you right after this podcast. So excited that you were chosen. God lined that up perfect. All right, Pete. Go skedaddle. Oh, okay. She's excited. I like it. Awesome. So glad that Miss Cheryl won that. Super, super excited. If somebody could tag her, that would be awesome. I can't do it, unfortunately, while I'm doing the live, but that is awesome. So um, with it being not just a giveaway, I decided to go ahead and actually do a live podcast. Obviously, it's live today. The audio will come out in the next few weeks, and you'll get to hear it again. So if you have to jump off real quick, we totally understand. 
But um, so you can get to, a little, uh, to know a little bit more about Brandon. He's super nervous, but we all love him, and we all know that we're not perfect. We all know how I started with this. It sounded as if I was just reading from the piece of paper like this. <laughs> and now it's just like second nature, so I love it. God is good, and he has a plan for it. Uh, so, Brandon, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and whatever you'd like to share with us. Well, my name's Brandon, obviously. Uh, I'm 17, about to be 18. Uh, really, uh, really involved with the, the youth group at Forge. Uh, with my second family. Forge up. And, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I'm pretty good. Got my family. Got my mom watching right now. Well, three of my moms here. Mom here buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it's going. So, what inspired you to kind of jump out of your comfort zone and do this tonight? DJ. Mm, this is my biggest mentor in life, honestly, DJ. I was just watching the. Uh, I was listening to the podcast in the car on the way to uh, Lane's house, and uh, it was. Uh, He's, he's like, he was really talking a lot, and I was just like, wow, it's crazy. I wish I could do something like that. And but then I was, I was like thinking, I was like, I can do something like that. Yeah, and that was an episode that my brother and I did, and it was called uh, The Temptation. So if you want to go back and check that out, just Spotify, Unleash Faith, and you can totally um, check that out. But on that particular podcast, I know we've talked about it, but is there something that maybe he said that just stuck out to you? Oh, that you want to talk about that? Yeah, I was. Uh, it was like it was almost at the like at right the beginning. He was talking about like a story, and uh, he said uh, he was talking about how God just needs to leave you alone. And he said uh, sometimes the best thing uh, for God to do is leave you alone. Because I've been in, I've been in that position. I've been left alone many times, and I always thought maybe it's because I deserve it, or maybe or maybe no one likes me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but that I thought about it more clearly as I grew older, and uh, and uh, I was like, yeah, maybe I just do need to be alone. Like maybe I need to just be alone more because like I have so many people around me, and they're amazing. I love them all, but sometimes I just need to be alone with myself and uh, like God handle everything. Let me take the reins. And I think that's really good because it reminds me of Jesus and how he went so many times to be alone. Um, even he left his disciples and they woke up and they're like, well, where is he? And they're like, oh, well, he's praying. And I think it's so important that we get in that time that we're just, we kind of withdraw from everything and just allow God to just saturate us. And I mean, there's so many ways that we can do that. We can do it by, you know, intimate prayer. We can get in the word. We can do our devotional. Sometimes it's just listening to worship music. I don't know if you have a favorite worship song that you listen to. Out of my mind. I don't know the band. I forgot the band, but it's just the whole song is saying, I want to get myself like out of my mind because it's all about you. Is that a rock version? No, it's not. It should be. I'm just saying. Someone out it, there. It, it, it could be, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a really good song. I listen to it every day. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. We'll have to tag that in the comments so everyone else can listen to yeah. it. I think that's a good idea. All right. So um, this particular podcast. Uh, he did pray over some scripture. It's really good. I'm excited to hear about it. And so how we're going to do this is just like a normal episode. So if you are one of my girls who takes notes, this is the time to get out your notepad. Um, we're going to be in Proverbs 4, and Brandon's going to be reading, and we're going to be breaking down some of the verses and just talking about that. If you have your Bibles, you can turn with us. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you have questions, there will be questions after we get through these scriptures, um, because I think it's important for us to get to know a little bit more about Brandon, because he may be back on that episode. I mean, I don't know. He may be back on another episode. He may be on an episode with Jerome, uh, Two Disciples in a Pod is our new live uh, thing that we're doing with me and Jerome, so super excited about that. Uh, but all right, so Brandon, whenever you're ready, you take the lead. All right, the uh, the, the chapter in the verse I was going with is uh, Proverbs 4 20 through 27, and uh, it says, 
my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. So first off, in verse 20, uh, it's like it's like my dad saying, like, like back when I was younger, I was, in, I was just sitting in my room, and he came to my room, and he was like, pay attention to my words. Don't do these things, or it's not like, it's not God's will. Mm-hmm. He always told me not to drink, not to smoke, not to do none of that, and I always took that word to my heart. Like, I always... I always listen to that word because, like, I never want to disappoint him. And I mean, just most of all, just touching based on that, that a lot of parents feel like that. We we might sound like we're nagging and things like that, but we're really doing it out of love because what we're speaking into you or any child is, you know, just what God's intention is for us. And so we're just speaking his word into you guys. And if y'all, hopefully you take it and you do what you need to do. But I mean, as parents, all that we can, our mentors or second mamas, all we can do is give you guys the tools. It's up to you what you do with it after that. And uh, the next one is uh, 21. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. And uh, That's why, like I said, I kept, I kept my dad's words in my heart, just like I keep my mom's words. Whenever they told me that they don't want me doing something, like, that's, like, not right in their eyes, but I see it right in my eyes. Like, I feel like we always do that with teenagers. Well, no, you know, I'm speaking <laughs> for all the teenagers. I'm going to say I'm a teenager. I'm going to go with yeah. it. I'm going to go with it. I act like one sometimes, that's for sure. Yeah, but uh, I feel like all the, like, teenagers, we, we always see something and it looks right in our eyes, but in our parents' eyes, it's not right in their eyes. So you got to make a choice. It's either your, it's either like your, you do what you want to do, or you should do what your parents think you should do. Which I'm not saying you should always be like that, but like. But at the end of the day, it's really, you do what, what God is intended for you. You know, it's like the fork that I talked about a couple episodes ago. We have, sometimes we're standing at a fork and on the left we have our way and we want to kind of do things our way and, you know, live by our rules and we think we can handle all these situations. But on the, the right side, it's not, it's so funny that I've chosen that, but the right side is God's way. And we know it, yes, it may be tough, there may be struggles, but his way is the right way. And you have to get to a point in your spiritual life that no matter what, in whatever situation, you have to go God's way. And as a teenager, you guys have so many obstacles. Uh, I think so much more than what I had against me growing up. And just to be able to be rooted where you're at now and have be surrounded by those who love you so much, I think it's a lot easier when you have that those things and you're able to see the right from wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That, I've been uh, I've been talking to a couple of my friends and uh, I told them they're gonna have to struggle. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to struggle for a while. I know it's it may not. You may think it's not gonna get any better, and you may even think about like other stuff to prove like take over that little like thing you got going on but like you just give it some time i promise everything's gonna be fine you just gotta give it time yeah. like I've, I've been in that i've been in that position where i felt like nothing was gonna get better because uh because i was going through a lot and uh but i always thought that it wasn't gonna get better i just thought if i waited and waited it'll never get better but i waited in then uh youth camp uh back in 2020 that's when it all changed for me that's when I really, really, really dug in deep into everything. Yeah, it was definitely life changing. All right. Yeah, but uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> verse 22, for their life to those who find them in health to one's whole body. You can keep reading if you want. However, yeah, you want to bring it down. Yeah. Above all, guard your heart. Mm-hmm. This is what I really want to talk about. I've been in so many. Not really, not really, not really. I've been in in bad relationships, preferably like one, like a couple years ago. I put my all into one girl, I put my all into one person, and uh, it broke me bad. It was terrible. I I never listened to Joseph's word when I knew I should have. He always told me when I was doing it in my relationship with everything, don't put your all into one person, they'll always let you down in the end. And I never thought about it because I felt like she was like perfect. I don't know why. And uh, after, and then uh, a lot of things happened. She left and everything. And uh, 
it just felt I felt broke. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure we all felt that way in our lives at one point, and uh, it just sucked. But uh, I uh, I waited for a little bit, and uh, I went back to Forge. I wasn't a I wasn't the like most social person in Forge, obviously. <laughs> we already know this, but uh, but uh, it just felt right. Like the atmosphere, the energy, everything there it just felt like home. And uh, after that whole thing, I learned to keep my heart not hardened, but like more on guard with a lot of things. And I mean, we tell you guys all over and over in youth and even as adults, like scripture says to do not, you know, the heart is deceitful. So you have to go with God's word and the direction that he's pushing you in anything, and especially in relationships, whether it's with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whether it's whenever you get into the workplace and it's with a coworker or your boss, like you're always going to have to rely on God's word and God's direction and not your heart, unfortunately. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's unfortunate, but that, I mean, it's God's word and you have to, you have to go on it. I used to always think like that, like back when I was younger and I'd, I'd, uh, I was in a children's church in uh, Miss Debbie's class and she always, uh, she didn't, didn't, like, this is like a big memory for me back in the seventh class. We were talking about the heart. And uh, she said, she said, should you follow your heart? And uh, of course me, you know. <laughs> and then uh, she said, no, you really shouldn't. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why? And then she said, turn your Bibles to, I can't remember the verse. I'm going to be honest. But uh, she said, uh, it's like the most evil part of your whole body. Yeah. And I was like, Really? It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, after that, I kind of like opened up my eyes. I was still like a little kid, you know, yeah. I was still going through changes and everything. But it, I still kept that like thought in my mind whenever I was like, when I was thinking like, if I want to do this decision, I'm going to have to follow my heart or whatever. Yeah. But then I was like, yeah, yeah, heart, you're not, you're not good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I just prayed about it and made my decision yeah. after that's good. That's a good, I love that you said that because it's important because when we're stuck in situations or relationships or whatever the circumstance is and we don't know which way to go, go into prayer because God will will show you. He will give you direction. It's so good that you said that. But yeah, you have to guard your heart and you have to guard your heart too, protect it against people. And it's so unfortunate to say that, but kind of go back on what you said. Joseph told you is that if you put everything into this person and not God, every time you will be let down and i know we've talked about that in forge and that's a huge thing even as an adult if you can grasp that like putting your whole heart your whole not your heart but your whole everything into god and his word instead of into another person you know that's when you get into that deceitfulness and stuff so i was talking to a good buddy before uh hot hearts and everything he was uh he was he's going through a lot currently right now yeah <clears throat> his uh his girlfriend was doing like really sketchy and uh, I was just talking to him about it and he said I put my all into her and I was like that's where you were on <laughs> yeah. but I didn't tell him that I was like for future reference man don't ever put your all into one person it'll yeah. always they'll always let you down the end I had to learn that one way too hard yeah and uh yeah he's uh we've been talking every day since then that's good that's good I love how God uses those moments yeah that's how, you, that's how you grew a good connection right there. Absolutely. All right, down to verse 24. It says, keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Personally, I grew up struggling with that. I used to cuss like a lot. A lot of No. It's bad. It was bad. <laughs> Bro, it was so bad. I was, it, was, it was terrible. But you changed. Okay. I still have my moments, I'm not going to lie. Hey, I mean, be truthful, be transparent. Yeah. I mean, well, none of us are perfect. Yeah, it's definitely happened. Oh. And it was bad. It wasn't as bad as uh, it wasn't bad as now, but it was terrible back then. Like, I was just a little kid, and I heard all these words from my dad. First of all, I see you, and <laughs> I love you, too. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I always hear that, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a fun word. What was that one? <laughs> This wasn't going to do it to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love, too, how it says corrupt talk. It makes me think about gossip. And oh, at yeah. your age, unfortunately, 
at school or I mean around that setting or around your peers, you can get caught up in the gossip and then from there it could just be a downward spiral. I was talking to my friends about that because they said that how they were just talking about some one person and I was like, you, you really shouldn't be even doing that to that person honestly. Like it doesn't matter if you're looking at them weird or you've been talking about them behind their back or something. Like It doesn't matter who they are. Like, you really shouldn't be doing that. It's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health, I promise. Because I used to do it. I used to talk about people all the time. I was a bully back in third grade. So I know it all too well. God changed you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Where are we at? 25. Verse 25. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that verse basically says... Whenever you're looking into something like temptations wise, and uh, you uh, you have that one friend that's like, hey, take this man, drink this man, like it'll be fun. It's 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 a good time. Just try it. I'd I'd, uh, I'd always been that type of guy that's just like, I'm good, <laughs> I'm good, because uh, I went to a party with my brother uh, the one time. It was the first ever party I've been to. Yeah, that place got shut down immediately. <laughs> But uh, but uh, anyways, there was this uh, there was this one person that came up to me and was like, "Why aren't you drinking, man? Why aren't you like rolling up or something?" I was like, "Don't do that." I was just like sitting next to a truck, just observing people how they really like are. Cause I'm a really observant person. He is. Uh, He's so very observant. I can see what's going on uh, most times, and uh, uh, but uh, I feel like the verse says, like when you're looking into doing something like temptation-wise, you get to, to do something like that. You always have to have that thought in your mind. Like for me, my thought is uh, that makes me don't want to do it is my dad's word. Back when I was a younger in my room, he uh, I just didn't like want to disappoint my parents or anything. That's why I never like did that stuff. It's also because it's my personal choice not to want to. That's good. But I just always thought like I wanted. Mm-hmm. I always thought I want to be different from people. I don't want to be the same as everybody else. So I was like, I'm gonna make my decisions, but they're gonna be good decisions. That's good. And that just goes back to the temptations of you as a you know as a teenager in the world that we live in. Temptation is all around, and it's not just you know just in your surroundings here physically. It's even on your phone. I mean, yeah. you you choose yeah. what you observe and what you watch on your phone. And to be able to, you know, scroll past it or block it or whatever, that's huge. I mean, we've talked about that. And I know a lot of uh, a lot of people, adults and teenagers, struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah, especially for on social media, you always, like, for me, I look at comic stuff because I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. <laughs> I love comics. I don't know why. I just love them. But uh, anyways, uh, I just, like, scroll through Instagram, and then I see that one little, like, post from like anything talking about gossip talking about like like other stuff like sex or whatever like other stuff like that and i'm just like i'm just trying to read about spider-man dude like what are you doing <laughs> it's that temptation that got right in there right? I know. <laughs> and uh i just like i scroll past it and then i don't know i scroll back up because i was a retard back then <laughs> But you learn a lesson. Yeah. You, you, I mean, we have to grow. We have to grow. So, uh, Jen say hashtag nerd power. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. All right, let's continue. Yep. Oh. Verse, Verse six. Yes. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet, and be steady, steadfast in all your ways. Uh. <clears throat> give careful thought means like. Again, say you want to do something, like, say you want to, like, do something with that girl or, like, do something with that guy. Not for me. That ain't me. But uh, any other girl, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <clears throat> or, like, smoke this, drink that, like, steal this, steal that, you know? Just destruction. Yeah. And, uh, again, coming back up. Yeah. Again, the careful thought that I get is my dad. Like, he's always the one that told me to not end up like him, like he did, like he was like doing for when he was younger, you know, like don't, don't fall for these temptations and everything, and uh, I've been doing so good on that, like honestly, 
I feel like as a parent, that is just the generic line that comes whenever you become a parent. Like, I did this, don't do it. it is. Like, please don't do it. What you've already thinking about doing, I've done it. Don't do it. Don't think about doing it. Don't dream about doing it. Don't think about, think about, think about doing it. Yeah. Like, it ain't happening. Like, I already know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that, yeah, that careful thought, it will save you so many times. It, it, it's literally like one of the most, I, I'm an overthinker. I overthink so much and it, 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 it was bad, like really, really bad. I was questioning myself. I was doubting myself and I was doubting my appearance. And, uh, but it could be the most useless thought that comes into your head when you're about to like do something that you want to do, like steal something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it could be that most useless thought that's like, you know what? That's that's so stupid that I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Like literally, that's that's what happened to me before. You have to I think gonna... about the consequences when you have those. You know, when you're thinking about acting on those temptations. Yeah. Because the consequences, depending on the circumstances, it can take the rest of your life away from you. You know, or it could, it could, you know, hinder you from college or your career or things like that. You have to just keep that in mind. Yeah. I always thought about that. <clears throat> I always thought about that, and uh, it's been really, it's been really tough, like doing stuff that you want to do, but like you know, it's not like good. Because like I used to, I used to want to hang out with my brother a lot. Like I always wanted to like be around him, do what he does. But yeah, you know, you know, you know, uh, he did some jank stuff. Not anymore. He's a, he's a good little son of a. You gotta give it to God. Yeah. You gotta give it to God. Stuff. All right. But, uh, yeah. Are you about ready to wrap this up? We're going to the questions after this. Yep. Verse 27. Oh, I'm sorry. Do not turn to the... Okay, verse 27. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Mm -hmm. Basically, everything I just said in this yeah. whole entire, like, these verses. Like, uh, say you're, like, a good kid and, like, me, I'm a good kid. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not weird. For the most part. For the most part. A little weird, Something. yes, but he's a good kid. But uh, anyways, uh, like I'm on the right path, and then there's this one person, like maybe say there's a girl in my life, you know, what I'm saying that wants me to do this, like thing, or smoke this, drink this, you know. So it's like the same. It's like a, It's like the same thing. Oh, I've been said over and over again. That temptation. <clears throat> it's just this whole entire like these verses are temptations. Yeah. And uh and uh say I do take that chance, I do like do what she wants me to do. But uh and then there's a like one other person, like say it's my best friend, he's uh he's over here doing on the right path, going through life like with happiness, with God and everything. I'm just over here doing what I wanna do because I just wanna do it. Mm -hmm. And uh I always kind of looked at that because I was on a bad path, man. I'm not gonna lie, I was. Like back then, I wanted to do stuff that I never even thought I'd ever do today. Like I don't want to do that stuff anymore. It's weird. But uh, uh, I just like thought about that more, and I was like, maybe like I don't want to do this stuff. Like honestly, yeah. maybe I just want to do because I want to fit in with people because that's what everyone does nowadays to make you look like you want friends or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I got my I got my friends. I got my brothers. I got my, I got the, the best of friends in the world. Whoa, whoa, gang, you already know what I'm saying, Larry? Yes, sir. It's a long story. That's another day, another conversation. Uh, but I love this. I love that you picked this particular set of scriptures because it does, what it sums up is we need to keep our eyes fixed on the cross yeah. and everything. That we need to not rely on our heart because sometimes our heart is fueled by emotions. We need to not put our wholeness within another person, but in God. And whenever we do that, this scripture comes alive. I mean, it says right here, I mean, going back up to the top, that uh, where were we? Uh, there's so much good stuff here. But like verse 24, that says, keep your mouth free of perversity and keep corrupt talk. When your eyes are fixed on the cross and whenever you are living out God's word, you know not to get caught up in gossip. You know not to um, speak ill about someone unless they're present or whatever. You shouldn't do it, period. But then also it says to keep straight ahead, fix your gaze directly before you. 
And then again, let your let be careful. I'm sorry, give careful thought to the paths for your feet. So whenever whatever path that God has for you, you have to stick on that path with him right by your side, knowing that no matter the circumstances or no matter the he talked about how you're gonna struggle, you're gonna happen. You have to struggle so that your faith becomes stronger. And that is just something a lot of believers or people who are non-believers don't understand. Like, you can't do life alone. You can't do life thinking that, oh, I'm going to take things into my own hands and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take the reins of my life. You can't do that. Because when we try to do things on our own, it's just kind of like a downfall. But when we do it with God on our side, we can learn through things. We can let our faith grow and then we can keep our eyes focused on the path that he has for us as well as him. Yeah. <laughs> Jen said, "Woof, woof!" is being yelled in the background. Like, that, that is so funny. Uh, that is so funny. Uh, so I did reach out to some people, and I have some listener questions for you. So hopefully, we're ready to be transparent and ready to just. You can't be looking at this. Oh, you can't. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. All right, so here we go. Drum, give me a beat. All right, so the first question we have is, uh, and we did talk about this earlier because it was one that, um, you know, that we, the conversation we were in was already kind of going that way. But if you had to relate yourself to someone in the Bible, who would you choose? Most definitely Joseph. Uh, Joseph is literally the definition of unleashed faith. He never lost faith in God. He knew exactly what God was going to do. He was humble. He was fair to everybody. Even when his brothers sold him for eight ounces of silver, he was yeah. just, he forgave them. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly who I want myself to be. That's who I, I'm going to be. That's what I'm going to like like that's awesome and so awesome that you chose that story because pastor is like been on that series of that and our detours and i love that i love that you were able to relate that so that kind of goes hand in hand with the next question i don't know if it's the same thing or if maybe you have a different one but what is your favorite bible story favorite bible story the samaritan woman Oh, that's a good one. And the one who asked that question, that is one of her stories. So it's awesome how God lined that up. Uh, yes, I love it that she was there. And she was there in the middle of the day because she was an outcast. She was, you know, talked about that she was unclean. She couldn't go in the morning with all the other women of the town. And God just met her in her vulnerable state and just, told her who she was and she was so shocked that she went into town like let me tell you let me tell you like kind of like me like let me tell you about my jesus like i don't care yes uh but i love it i love that uh joseph said that's a strong name too when we talk about joseph what a coincidence (laughs) but all right so the next question uh what is your favorite thing to do at the church I, I have to name one. You can, so well, no, you can go up here. There are so many. You can give a couple. Um, give your top three. Connecting with people at Forge, uh, talking to the adults, like connecting with them. I just love connecting with people all around, honestly. That's that's my favorite thing to do, honestly, is connect with people. And I think you do a really good job about with that. You can connect with students who don't want to talk to us, dorky adults, or does not really feeling... Like <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm pretty dorky. I'm pretty dorky. I get reminded every Sunday. I am throughout the week for my girls. All right. Well, yeah, connecting and connection is important when you're trying to grow in your relationship with Christ. You know, the church is our family. It's, even though they're not blood, God, they're, they're still family, and I'm so grateful for uh, Miss Judy said hello. Hello, Miss Judy. I think she's meaning like what? you don't like serving in the cafeteria. Well, I've done a lot. I'll serve again. Is that something that is maybe uh, on your favorite? Yeah, 
because they they, they always get to tie my apron because I'm not I'm not smart. <laughs> What's your favorite? This is a quick question. What is your favorite camp food that Miss Judy makes? Oh my gosh. Okay, so ever since I lost my taste and my smell, it's been terrible. Like, ah, it's just so bad. And but uh, there was, was hot dogs. Hot dogs? It, it used to be the pizza. I oh promise. my god! No, I promise. It used to be the pizza. It was chili dogs that way too. But anyways, it used to be the pizza. Then I lost my taste and my smell, and then I got sad because I couldn't taste the pizza no more. It just tasted like. That's, I hope that never happens to me. Well, we will trust me. It's just okay though. No, I don't ever want to look at pizza like that. That's terrible. Well, trust me. I'm trying, I promise. Oh I'm my kidding. god, I'm gonna print this. Judy's food is the best. There oh, you go, Jerome. Jerome. All right, all right, all right. So, the next question Who inspires you? There's so many people. Honestly. Okay, do you want to name three people and why? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Uh, DJ, most definitely DJ, because he is my mentor. He's uh, he's one of the people that's helped me grow so much in uh, in the past three years. Uh, because back then I used to be antisocial, little you know, <laughs> didn't want to talk to anybody. And uh, DJ spoke to me and Dakota, my brother, and uh. He, he uh, spoke to us at the first ever Hot Hearts, I think. First ever Hot Hearts, I think it was. And uh, he just like, we connected with him, you know. Ever since then, he's become a big mentor in both of our lives. And uh, yeah, he's definitely one that inspires me a lot. Second, my mom, uh, my, uh, my uh, first mom, <laughs> her her face is like so unreal. It's, it's really inspiring, like how she would go through life without. I mean, there are some times when she like gets mad, you know, we all get mad, yeah. And, uh, but she never lets go of her face. She always keeps it, even if there's someone like struggling and they look like they're not like, say someone's in serious condition and they're, and they're really, they're serious, they're not going to make it. Yeah. My mom never lost faith, even if they would like lose like the battle, you know. Yeah. She never lost faith and uh, that's quite, that's uh, really, it's really inspiring. Now I want to be like, you know, third. Is uh, who should that be actually? I never thought about it really. Yeah. It could be Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying, he inspires me. Joseph. How much did he pay you to say that? Too much. Gosh. But, uh, I'm just kidding. Joseph, ever since he came to uh, the church and everything, yeah, he's just been amazing. Like, I never talk to him because like I wasn't a youth I was just a little kid but right when I got into youth it was just like his energy and his like the atmosphere in forge was swat swat was uh it was crazy I didn't it felt like I was just like I was just a like a flower just blooming in but uh beautiful little flower I don't know about beautiful but yeah it was just some type of flower <laughs> but, uh, yeah he's uh he he really connected with me he tried to connect with me I was always like Anti-social. I try. I was always wanting to talk to people, but it was hard. But Joseph or Josh, Josh too, Josh. That's awesome. Yeah, they always they always try to get me to play games with them, and uh, and I did. And then uh, after like a couple minutes, we'd go back sit down. But uh, Joseph, because he's really he knows really how to connect with people. Absolutely. And he always he always like has a plan for something. And he likes to stretch us all. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I do have a question from Joseph. Okay. He says, "What's your favorite thing about Forge?" And give us a shout out. Shout out Forge, Forge up. You know the name Forge. You're a part of this. Thing. I know. I'm growing it up. Uh, the favorite thing about Forge is that you can be yourself. It's a whole. It's a whole family. It's literally a whole family. No one's there to judge you. No one's there to make fun of you. Everybody, we're all we're all friends, you know. We're all a whole family. We just like yeah. we love each other. If there's something going on, we know each other has our backs, you know. And, uh, the new uh, the worship group we uh, just got from Dayton, uh, they're amazing. Uh, it's, it's every time we go to worship, it's just crazy in there. Everybody's on their knees. It's just crazy. It's, 
I feel like worship has totally transformed our students and us too, oh, you know, like as adults. I mean, there are so many Sunday nights that Jerome and I come home and we're just like, man, like this past Sunday, it's like worship just took the, God just, his presence was all over that chapel and it was just truly amazing. Uh, let's see. All right. You guys have any questions? You can put them in the comments below. Uh, right now I have the last question, but if you all have questions for him or me or whatever, both of us, you can put it in the comments below. But the last question that I do have right here is, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh yeah, prepare for this one. In five years, I see myself with my brothers, my boy, Wayne. Yes, sir. Uh, and Coda, that's uh, that's my brother right there, both of my brothers, and uh, we're gonna be living together. But Coda's gonna be gone because yeah, he he going bang bang, you know what I'm saying? No, and, uh, not gonna do with that. What? He's gonna be serving his country. Serve his country. Yeah. All right, all right. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I want I do generally like genuinely want to live with them because I know they'll help me grow in myself, and I can always help them grow too. That's good accountability. Get some help, get some resources. There's so many things that 
you know, within the church and free resources that you can get. But suicide is definitely a touchy subject, but it, it is a reality. It does happen, and adults struggle with it as well. But that's when you have to turn to your accountability partner, and you have to turn to those around you who support you and encourage you and want to, like, take your hand and say, you're not alone, man. Like, I got you. Like, we're on this journey together. Like, mental health is definitely something. It's valid. I mean, I'm not going to sweep it under the rug. Depression is valid. It happens. Anxiety is real. All of these things, all these emotions are valid. It's just there are two ways you can deal with it. You can deal with it on your own and do your own thing, or you can deal with it and work through it with God. And, I mean, we all have that choice, but working with God is always ultimately going to be the better solution. Yeah, I want to talk more about that, actually, real quick, uh, because uh, their, their story, well, it's, it's crazy how it happened, really. They just, uh, I was talking to them about it, and they just, they, they said they were going to take a shower. They were going to take a shower, and uh, they just walked back in, and they, they uh, heard a song playing, and uh, it was uh, it was by 7th Avenue. I can't, I can't remember what it was called, but uh, uh, the whole song purpose was saying, like, just wait a little longer. And, uh, and they told me, and I was just like, I would be ecstatic right now. I'd be jumping off the walls if I got a song like that that soon. Like, that soon? That's how you know he's really there. Even if you don't, like, even if you can't see him or if you can't feel it, he's there. He's always there. I'll proof by that. And a lot of times is he uses other people. I always talk about that. He uses other people as vessels. He uses things that, you know, like, if for me, if I'm praying on something, sometimes it's a word that I see repetitive over and over. I hear it in a song in a book or on social media or whatever or another podcast and that's just him reminding us that he is there his presence is you know he is omnipresent he is all around us and it's just a great reminder do you guys have any more questions for him for me i know this is a great it has definitely made my birthday very much so special and i'm so glad that i was able to um, have this moment with Brandon. Is there anything else that you want to say or share? Um, I think there was one thing I was saying about. Well, I know, like beforehand, you kind of talked about hot hearts and. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we need our people. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> before hot hearts, uh. What is hot hearts for oh, those yeah. of us? For those of those out there who have no idea. What we mean when we say hot hearts? Hot hearts is a youth conference, and it's an amazing youth conference full of people that that don't know, like like teenagers that don't know God, or that even that came to learn about God or just came to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there were people there just to have fun. I promise. I've seen too many of them. Yeah. But uh. The, the people up there, Drew Worsham, Jimmy McNeil, Sojo, everybody, it was just like really crazy, inspiring to like to me. Because like I was going through a lot, I was burnt out because I was, I was dealing with other people. I was just like trying to talk to other people and uh, I was uh, just like worried about them, not myself. I was just burnt out. Like I couldn't really feel a lot. It just felt like a whole numb feeling. The uh, hot hearts is something that whenever you are burnt out if you are you know you go there and you will feel a freaking fire like just like light and it will stay lit for a very long time if you don't let it go out but uh even if you're burnt out you know what i'm saying you don't need you don't always need like a youth conference or conference in general you don't need something like that all you need is just like a couple minutes in prayer you know and uh just give, give, give everything to God. You just gotta have unleashed faith. Yeah, look at that pun. No pun intended. No pun intended. All right. Uh, but yeah, four hours burnt out. You know, and uh, I got, I got there on the, the, the first night. Everyone was tired. Yeah, we were, we were. It was tiring, but I promise we praised our hearts out. I promise. But uh, the second day, I was uh. I was, uh, everybody was uh, worshiping, standing up, and uh, I was standing up, but I wasn't, I wasn't really worshiping, I was just saying a couple words here and there, you know, 
I'm just like standing up, looking at the ceiling, just like with a bland expression. And then I just sat down and uh, and I heard Jimmy and Nina say it's okay to cry because I've been wanting to cry for so long because I was I was going through a lot, you know. And uh, I just like I just put my head in my jacket and I just like started bawling and I felt so many hands on my back and my shoulder and just like then to cry more and I felt like fire just like rose up. It's not because of jacket. It wasn't even because of jacket. It was just like it just was there and everybody was so like I don't know. I just felt everything of it. It's like a whole fire burned up. I think in those moments, though, you can't really, like, you don't have words to explain it. It's just like an overwhelming feeling, like, and then how you talk about hands being all over you, like, I was able to witness that moment and just to see the other students seeing you, whether you were in pain or whether you were just feeling the spirit, they just knew that you needed them in that moment. And I think that says a lot about our youth group and about the vision from our youth pastor is, bringing students of all backgrounds and all home lives together. And in that moment, it was just a Jesus moment. Like everyone just stopped what they were doing and stopped their worshiping to focus on you and to pray for you. And I, I thought it was so, so beautiful. That's why I say Forge is like a whole family. It is a family. We're always there for each other no yeah. matter what. But yeah. It's good. You need tissue? No, I don't need tissue. I'm fine. Uh, but... I mean, it's been great to sit here. It's been great to get in the Word and hear you break down and hear your story. Uh, not break down, but like break down the verses, but then hearing your story. Um, any more questions for us before we wrap up tonight? I have a special date with Penelope. We're going to watch Pocus Pocus. This is my favorite movie, and it's my birthday. Uh, she did my nails for me. I think they're very fabulous. I'm waiting for mine to be done. It's okay. He's next. And then maybe Uncle Jerome, but who knows? That, um, I'll, I'll pay to see that. Uh, <laughs> Jen said, get the box. Get the box. <laughs> but, all right, guys. Brent, do you have anything else to add? I do. Okay, let's see. Tea time with Brandon. I know why I'm so up. Is he asleep? He's got his earphones in. All right. Shout out Wolf of Gang, you know what I'm saying? Brothers for Life, Brothers in Arms, Carlton, Coda, Lane. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta do it. Boom gang. I can't even do that.